Pirates. Avengers, look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Spider-Man. Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Yes, it's Marvel versus DC, and you won't want to miss any of it. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelous, the Marvel Universe podcast. I'm Eddie Wilson. Peter Melnick is MIA or MIB or one of those letters, I suppose. We wanted to continue a little bit more on the Marvel versus DC theme that was long in coming and seemed to go by very quickly. But you know how you can't always get things done when you want to. We have two guests on the phone. You may have seen them in the cosplay world, hopefully there, or Facebook. That Wonder Woman, Jamie Dolan, is with us. Jamie, welcome to The Marvelists. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. It's great to have you, as well as the Batman character that goes by Matches Malone. Matches, welcome to The Marvelists. Thank you very much for having me. Nice to have seen you and met you both at different times, different instances. And I know you two know each other. And it's great to have a couple of DC character cosplay characters that we can talk about, you know, why you do what you do. There's a load of Wonder Woman out there and Batman in different incarnations in both characters. So we'll go ladies first and just start with uh, how this came to be for you, Jamie. Well, it's a funny, very funny story. Um, Cosplaying was always a bucket list thing for me, and I never really had the confidence to do it. And one year, my friend said, hey, we're going to this con up here in Manchester. Do you want to come? And, you know, I was like, all right, this is my chance. This is the time I can do it. And it was actually right when Batman vs. Superman came out, and I really loved Gal's image in that movie and the way they portrayed her. So I found it was actually just a little Halloween costume, and, you know, it was only meant to be a one-time thing. And I walked around this con, and these kids look at you, as if you really are this hero and the way that their faces lit, lit up and their eyes lit up. And, you know, I'll never forget this one little girl had her face painted like a butterfly and she just flew across the room and leapt into me and, and wrapped herself around my legs. And I think it was like that moment. I was like, okay, I need to keep doing this, you know, because it just, the feeling that I got from seeing the happiness in these kids was really what made it such a special experience for me. It was not anything I expected. Like, I just kind of thought, all right, I'm going to go to this con and dress up. We're going to have fun. And I, I didn't expect to have my picture taken. You know, it's a totally different experience going in a costume than as a regular person. So, uh, you know, it really just was, it, it stuck. And, and then from that point forward, I was like, okay, well, now I just need a better costume. <laughs> so that's it. And it that's where that's where base foundation started and stuff. Let's let's go to matches yeah. now. Yeah. Well, um, I've been doing this for a long time, but it basically started off just doing a birthday party for my nephew, and the costume was really cheap. But I made it work, and I added some things to it, and then I took some things off. And that day, I got like four events, and one of those other events led to doing a doctor's 
children, and he asked me, you know, you're really great with the kids. Would you like to come and visit my patients in a hospital? And I'm like, yeah, sure. No big deal. I mean, I'm just visiting kids and didn't realize that they were sick kids, but nonetheless, they're still children. And the uh, nurses were so thrilled with my appearance and my demeanor with the children that they asked me to come the following weekend for the March of Dimes with them and just, you know, make kids happy there. And more and more, it just got better and better with more people. And I wanted to improve my suit, so I learned and made my suit better for each appearance because I wanted these kids to believe that I was the character that I was portraying, which I love Batman too. Batman's been my hero, so I studied him, and he's been like such a huge inspiration because he's just totally human, and I, I can relate to that. I can relate to his pain. I can relate to his triumphs and the fact that he never quits and the fact that when Christian Bale back in The Dark Knight Rises said anyone could be Batman, that hit me so hard because I believe that. I believe when anybody tells me that they want to try dressing up as Batman, I'm like, go for it. I think you can pull it off, you know? And they're like, I don't know. I said, well, if you need some ideas, I'll help you through it. And it'd be great because the more people that dress up as Batman, it's like, I don't feel so alone because it's like everybody loves Batman. So, but I've been doing it and, you know, I just got done doing an event with Altered Reality, a great group. Actually, they own Rhode Island Comic Con and really a great group of people who provide great entertainment and they know what the fans like. So it's really, really, you know, a blessing to be working with people like that. Something within you, I guess you decided this is the character I want to be. And I think in let's go to matches your case. This is really all you have portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just like, you know what? I, I love all superheroes. I mean, I'll watch every movie from Marvel to DC to, you know, independence and stuff. But Batman, I understand him a lot. I feel so connected to the character that it's just like if I were to try to cosplay something else, I couldn't bring that same magic as I do with Batman. I tease people and I say, hey, it's a bad habit. What can I say, you know? <laughs> bad habit. So. That works. The puns get in there and that, that works too. You just keep on rolling with them. That's right. Matches is a punny guy. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah, it's, it's puns of justice, as I say. <laughs> You know, I'm very appreciative that people embrace me into this, you know, world of cosplay. Even though I've been doing it, you know, longer than most, it's a difficult world to get into. And people sometimes, you know, want an escape. And I'm like, this is my escape. And it's such a beautiful thing because you can make a positive out of a negative. And it's like when you put a smile on somebody's face, whether it's through Facebook or in person as Batman, there's nothing better than that. And I've seen Jamie do it plenty of times with kids that come up to her, and it just makes me smile. And I'm like, I wonder how many pictures there are of me smiling because I'm watching people like Jamie make other kids smile. Because people will capture me, not even paying attention to somebody photographing me. And that's funny because it's like, you know, here I am smiling because they're making me happy. Like, you know, Jamie is absolutely beautiful, brilliant. You know, she's an inspiration to so many. So I'm I'm blessed to be friends with her. So. Thank you. Sorry, Jamie. Sorry. Gosh. So, but, it's, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? You you are incredible. And it's just like, whenever I get a chance to have a photo with you, it's like, I'm fanboying, you know? Well, you're going to yeah. be with me the whole time at Super Mega Fest. So. We'll Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Yeah, Super Mega I, Fest. I'm excited Framingham, that, so. Massachusetts, uh, November, mid-November. And uh, I've been to that about four times. That's a great venue, too, because it's like, uh, 
A lot of great actors. They're going to have the um, Dukes of Hazzard reunion there. They're going to have Nicholas Hammond there, the uh, original Spider-Man from the 70s, which I own the series. Of course, it's bootleg, but I own it. I'm, like, happy because I'm, like, finally going to meet him. And, I'm with like you. Like I said. I'm with you on that. I, same thing with Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah. You know, and this is, like, you know, he's Marvel, and I'm DC, but I don't care. They're all heroes. You know what I'm saying? If you're a hero, I have no problem with that. I have no animosity towards, well, you know, you're a DC guy. I'm like, listen, we're all out there saving the world and that's yeah. what the good thing is about it yeah i'm with matches to me a hero is a hero and it doesn't matter if it's marvel dc i even like the villains i mean i cosplay a villain and yes uh, an talk anti-hero of... if you mm-hmm. want to call it that but wonder woman's my my heart and my soul and you do it perfectly thank you yeah. well actually well, you, you do everything you know, perfectly you know what I'm saying? you're a healer and it's hard you know because wonder woman i've so i've only been doing this for three years not like matches where he's been doing this a long time you know it's kind of crazy for me because i never expected this to turn into anything and now i'm i'm kind of this i don't know what you call it like i'm not a celebrity but i'm not you know i never thought i'd have six thousand followers on instagram well i don't even know what that's all about you're probably a facebook celebrity you can go with it that way you know know. and it's weird to me because i'm just a normal person i'm a mom i'm um work a regular job you know i i still have like the same home responsibilities and and it's funny because you get a lot of these cosplayers that they try to get cause famous and that's their technically what they want their job to be and and to get paid to cosplay where and i think matches will agree with this you know him and i are, are different than those because we don't do this for personal gain we don't do this looking to get any monetary yeah. reward i mean we just do it because we love to do it and we do it for the kids and to make people happy and to bring smiles to their faces but when we represent you know him with batman and me with wonder woman it's you know, you you have to be in that role because to these kids, you are this character. And we're kind of like actors, too, because kids pick up on a lot of things and the mannerisms and the voice, the way you carry yourself. They, they notice and all of this. I see that with Jamie. I see when I watch her, okay, I see Gal Gadot coming through her. And it's just like, she's just absolutely brilliant. <laughs> she's just like, is this woman like a protege of Gal Gadot? I mean... I think that Gal was perfect for that role and that the way she represents Wonder Woman is how she was always meant to be. My first Wonder Woman was Linda Carter and I loved her. I had, when I was little, I had a a Linda Carter under ruse, that Wonder Woman outfit. And I wore that thing till it fell apart. And that's why I, you know, for me, it was always Wonder Woman. I wanted to be the Tim Burton Catwoman from Batman Returns, but Wonder Woman was, she to me, brought that movie back live. I mean, she just nailed the role. And when I saw her, I'm like, this Absolutely is wonderful. Perfect. She is the exact portrayal of how she needs to be. And it's not that I try to be gal. It's I try to be that version of Wonder Woman that she represents because that, to me, is the perfect Wonder Woman. And we're looking forward, right. of course, to the upcoming Wonder Woman 1984 movie, if that's the working yeah. title or the actual, yeah. That's what my new costume's actually based off of. I debuted yep. past weekend at Granite Con, and that is the newest version of that armor for that movie. So that really yeah. means that you have two. You have uh, two versions. Wonder Woman costume? Yep. I have, like, five. Okay. So I have the original one, the Halloween costume. I have three upgrades that I actually made myself before I had the 
fourth one commissioned, and then the same guy that made my fourth one just made this fifth one. Okay, so with some subtle or not so subtle, and depending on who's looking and, and examining, scrutinizing, but it's really off the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman character that you're going yes, they're basically all based off the of gals, and you know, my boyfriend says it's exactly the same as your last one, and then I get all it is not. But, you know, <laughs> to, to normal people, it's that don't scrutinize things. <laughs> look at this! And look at that! Detail. Yeah, you know, it's, it is very different. However, to the normal human being, which is not me, it probably looks identical. Just a better paint job. <laughs> the, yeah, the colors pop a little more. I think it's a little brighter yeah, red. and yeah. yeah, it is brighter. It doesn't have that brown bandolier thing okay. that held the sword. The lasso actually attaches to the belt that's part of the corset right. part now. Now, if we can just jump to, like you mentioned, other characters that you've done or do, and depending on what the situation is, who else have yeah. you portrayed? My second cosplay was the, like I said, Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman from Batman Returns. And, that's uh, absolutely amazing. She, yeah, she, that was my favorite movie growing up, and I was always mesmerized by her, so that was a, had to be done. It's hard to wear. I've heard it's, then, hard to, uh, it's hard to get into. It, actually, it's harder to get out of. To get out of, okay. Yeah, because you sweat. You sweat, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So, and then my third one was actually Hela from Thor Ragnarok, ah. which I love her. I love the yeah, antlers, and, and that one I had three, it upgraded three times. And my newest one I actually threw together myself is for a video game con. I'm doing the end of this month, and it's my Red Dead Redemption online character. Wow. We'll see that via Facebook and Instagram, perhaps. Oh, yes. I always feel like I'm cheating on Wonder Woman whenever I'm anybody else. <laughs> and the experience is not safe because the kids do not react. And it, it's kind of um, depressing to me because I don't have the same interaction when I'm Catwoman or Hela. Half the kids don't even know who Hela is. They think I'm Rita Repulsa from Power Rangers. So, hey, yeah, know, absolutely. You're going you're gonna to get that. You found that out the hard way or whatever the first time that happened. What I think yeah. maybe if you haven't done it before is that when you are a different character other than Wonder Woman and you're at a con, let's say, and you find a Wonder Woman character, get a picture with that one. Oh, I do. And, and, and you know, there's Molly, who is another, we joke around, say we're the Wonder Twins. She lives in Connecticut and I'm up here in New Hampshire, but our brains are connected. And she also yeah, she's does amazing too. I love her. Miss Molly, yes. Yeah, she does Wonder Woman. And then I'm working on Catwoman. I post a thing on Facebook, and she goes, oh, my God, I'm working on the same costume right now. (laughs) And then I put a thing up, I'm doing Hella, and she's like, sends me a picture. You're not going to believe what I'm working on right now. (laughs) I'm like, why do we keep doing this? So usually if we know we're both going to a con, and we're going to wear the same thing like two years ago at Granite Con, on Saturday, I was Wonder Woman. She was the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. And then Sunday, I went as Michelle Pfeiffer, and she went as Wonder Woman. And it really threw people off because they thought, you know, it's, we'll be at cons, and people send me pictures on Instagram. Look at a picture I took you. I'm like, oh, that's Molly. And, <laughs> and I forward them to her, and then she gets the same thing with me. So it's, it's awesome. I've yet to meet Miss Molly, but except on Facebook. Very nice through there. She is amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. She's a sweetheart. I got to work with her boyfriend, Mark, today, and we had such a blast together. And he, he did four. Absolutely brilliant. He is amazing. And uh, he, he told me a project that he's working on, and I'm very excited for it. I'm not going to say it, but I'm very, very excited. I told him, I said, well, I we need to do pictures when we get the time. I am excited for this project as well. So. <laughs> Yeah. They're both awesome people. And, and, and yeah, Molly great people. A, she's exactly. another Wonder well, Woman. I mean, another cosplayer that she does things for what I consider to be the right reasons. 
you know, exactly. goes into um, what I wanted to uh, bring out, and I think the answer is obvious, but part of what I was thinking is, well, geez, there's a lot of Wonder Woman out there, a lot of people playing Wonder Woman, and a lot of people playing Batman, different versions, whether it's you know the TV Batman or what there is now, of course, but it obviously means something to you personally, and this is how you're able to, I would assume, express how you feel about the character, and so what if others are doing it, I'm doing it, I'm owning this character, and... Oh, yeah. And that's something Molly and I have actually talked about. You get a lot of, there's a very, it's black and white. You have the people like Matches and I, Matches already had said, you know, I embrace every Wonder Woman I meet because I love them all. And we all bring something different to the table. We Absolutely. all have a different part of that character that radiates within us. You know, Molly is this happy, smiling, one of the most joyful people I've ever met. And I'm happy, and I smile, but not like Molly. Like, Molly just radiates joy, and it's amazing. Yeah. Where me, I, I mean, I don't know what I am because I can't describe myself. I just know how I am. I like the fact that there's so many of us, and I will take a picture with every single Wonder Woman. There's no jealousy or animosity or, you know, they can't be here because I'm Wonder Woman, and I can be the only Wonder Woman. No, I want all of the Wonder Women. I want us all together in a group, you know? Yeah. So we all support each other. And it is funny, though, like matches you said about smiling, which is – an unusual thing to see Batman, Batman do, smile. but it, you know, the special know. when it comes to a movie or or whatever that he does smile. I mean, I remember seeing Michael Keaton smile in that role, but it was no. for it was in reaction to something that had happened on screen. And you get and you get that, but typically, no, Batman is a dark, brooding character, and so on. Right. Um, with you, Jamie, you have pictures, of course, smiling. You have pictures, kind of a straight, stony, solid, st face. solid, yep. uh, yep. solid face, yep. and, and that I hate means all those pictures. Well, I legit hate every single one of them. But that. That's your, you know, your perception, what you're seeing. Others are seeing, don't mess with this chick. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. exactly. Kind of thing. Not that you're unapproachable. I've heard that from a couple of other people in different characters. But if the character calls for something like that, then your face has to be a certain way and yeah. so on. And it can be difficult to maintain, but you're completely approachable. I remember seeing matches as recently as Terrificon in August and the way... You always speak the same range, the same tonality, and then you're you're saying, "Hey, kids, you know, come on, bye, good to see." Yeah. And I'm like, "Who is this?" <laughs> he just went out of. You kids already know that you're Batman, and Batman can be such an intimidating, scary, you know, kind of like character for kids to approach. But the thing with it is, is I want these kids to see, "Hey, listen, you got nothing to be afraid of." You yep. know what I'm saying? You're not guilty. You're not a bad guy. Like, come be my buddy, you know what I'm saying? Robin's not here. Let's do a picture, you know? I mean, even today, kids were asking me, where's Robin? I'm like, well, he's got school. School comes first. Education is key for the greatest crime fighter, you know? And if the and, kid was older, they'd say, where's Alfred? Yeah, and they, if they asked me, Alfred, I'm like, well, he's probably dusting the manor or, you know, fixing the computer. I don't know. Or Selena, so. if the kid is a teenager and, you know, the hormones are going and stuff. Where's Selena? Hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> Cosplay is such a beautiful thing. Mostly, uh, I'm blessed by meeting a lot of good people who want to get into it, but they're kids scared. But I'm like, well, just take your time with it. Don't be afraid. Just try it out. Just give it a shot. And just whatever you do, even if you decide not to do it, always believe in yourself with whatever you want to try. Yeah, no, no, no question about it. I mean, I was terrified for years, and it took that one leap. Like, all right, this is, this is a bucket list thing. I'm doing it. I didn't think I'd meet such amazing people and get the opportunities that I've been given, or, and it's changed my life so drastically. Yeah. It's kind of crazy for me to think, and especially in such a short period of time. In three years, yes, yeah. absolutely. I just yeah. want to touch on one other thing regarding origins, and mostly, Jamie, 
you've gotten the moniker of that Wonder Woman. How'd that happen? Yes. Okay. So I, you know, I went to the first con, and then I think my second con was uh, Shriners Northeast Comic Con, and then I went to another con. So I would start hearing people say, "Oh my God, it's that Wonder Woman!" Or they'd come up, "You're that Wonder Woman," and I'm like. Oh, okay. So then finally, because I, I didn't even have Instagram, I, I actually had made that because people are like, oh, can I follow you on, on social media? And I'm like, oh, I only have Facebook. And then I'm like, I don't really know if I want all these people I don't know on my personal page. So I'll just make an Instagram. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make it that Wonder Woman because that's what everybody calls me every time. Hey, you're that Wonder Woman. Perfect. You know, I just fell right in my lap and it's, I ran exactly. with it. Yes, no question about it. Oh, that is that yeah. is so great. Yeah. The other thing too, if you want to touch on, is is the fact about being a mom to just a teenage to, boy. <laughs> yes, and getting into that phase where others know who you, you know what character you play and be like, whoa. Yeah. So it, it's funny because you know my son does play football and he's very popular because his mom's Wonder Woman and and I've picked him up from several birthday parties after events as Wonder Woman. So now he gets invited to a lot because they hope that mom's going to come in her outfit. Um, you know, but even today I, I had given two of his friends a ride home from practice and the, the one kid in the backseat was the first time he met me in person. And, and he's like, I can't believe I'm meeting that wonder woman dot one. And I'm like, I'm just Jesse's mom. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I did have a wonder woman shirt on, you know, cause I was working out, but just funny. Cause they, you know, he gets dropped off last week and he says, mom, I came in and, and Nolan says, this is where that Wonder Woman dot one lives. And I'm like, why do your friends call me that Wonder Woman dot one? Like, they realize, like, I'm Jesse's mom. I have a name. I'm Jamie. Like, <laughs> I'm not, like, that Wonder Woman dot one. That's a really long name and hard to say. <laughs> I'm getting used but to it know, now, but yeah. I bet they made a song about you, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's mom. Got it going on. Isn't that it? That's pretty funny. I, it, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not right. It's, it's not completely accurate there, Matches, but uh, take it from me, the radio guy. It's Stacy's mom. But anyway. Oh, okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> That's okay. It can be Jesse. We can change it for, for Absolutely. purposes of this interview. I mean, I was going to go with a Jamie's Crying song by Van Halen, but, you know, you know it's a different thing. Everybody gives me the Jamie's Jamie got it. Like, it's not even Jamie. It's Jamie. J-A-N-I-E. Minor details. Did they can I, sing did, about me. I don't care. <laughs> well, am I looking at the Facebook page altogether wrong then? <laughs> okay. Matches, you post uh, different things you're at and so on, and in different actually stages of dress, and that mask is always on. So yes. you will be recognized, I think, no matter what. Absolutely. And it's kind of funny it's, having seen you, I think, for the first time in the Bruce Wayne Batman because you had the tux, but you had the mask on, and that was one year at Super Megafest. And I'm like, whoa, this is a great cross up right. kind of thing. Yeah kind of original and stuff. You know. I, I've been doing that for years because it's just like it's casual attire Batman, formal attire Batman, and then you have the Batman attire for nighttime attire. I've seen Jacuzzi Batman too, actually, but yeah. Yeah. And swimming pool Batman yeah. and running. Swimming pool Batman, exactly. You know, some, some, there, there's something know, for every like type of situation, you know. Your, your mask What's funny is that I've known matches almost as long as I've been cosplaying, and I've never seen matches without his cowl on. Yeah. Is that the truth? Yeah, that's the yeah. truth. Wow. It is the honest truth. Yeah. I've seen him at after parties at cons, and he always has that thing on. Wow. <laughs> that says something. Yeah, but I'm leaving. We'll leave it. I really uh, does. Secret identity is a, is a must, you know. It's yeah. It's it's dedication, commitment, and you know some other uh, words we won't even mention. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right too. That's From, okay, I still wear my Wonder Woman underoos. You just can't see them. 
Do they even still make those? I'm sorry, I had to, I had to go there. They, they make them for adults no, no, now. No, well, go. They make them for adults, and it's just like somebody sent it to me. What was it like? You know, four months ago, and I'm like, wow, they got these still. And they're like, no, they're making them for adults, and I'm like, send me the link. <laughs> but I never got them, unfortunately. I just got distracted, and next thing you know, I'm like, oh, I'm doing something else, and I completely forgot can, about them. So we can plan a photo shoot for that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I uh, I completely. <laughs> Keep me posted on that. Exactly. I yeah, missed I, out. I, I, I knew I could post that on Facebook. Well, <laughs> well a little discretion. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what? I knew about Underoos growing up. Maybe I wasn't interested or my parents weren't getting that for me, but I never experienced owning them. Yeah. They made still be empowering underwear. Yeah, I believe it. It's difficult. If you want to go to a con and shop the vendors, but you also want to be in a costume, you got to try to, and it's not easy to do both. It is right. not easy. I mean, if you're in costume, if you're going to be at a con for a weekend and you want to actually walk the con and see what else is going on, plan a day where you're just in civilian clothes. Because if you're in cosplay, you're going to take two steps and get a picture and take two more steps and get a picture. And right. not that I, I love it, especially with little kids. I was actually just sent pictures of me with kids from Granite, and I can't wait to post them. But it is a lot of work. And that's another thing you don't realize. At the end of that day, you might be just interacting and socializing, but it is more exactly. exhausting than a full work day. Yep. You try to do both. I mean, I relate. Well, I've done that before, too. I've done without the cowl, and I've walked through cons, and nobody knows who I am. And I'm like, people who do recognize me, I'm like, Shh. And they're like, okay. my tattoos knit, they wrap me out. That You know, you mentioned that, too, and I think... You have the what the full it's, mostly the full arm uh, sleeve. Yeah. We're going to say whatever. Any yeah. of those tattoos, and uh, we don't have to get into too much detail, but uh, and, and and others. Any of those have Wonder Woman on them? No, kind of everything on my arm is actually from a collection of art by um, an artist that I love. Her name's Natalie Shaw, and she has a collection called Aboriginal Anemia, and I just love every image from that series. I actually got permission from her, from my tattoo artist, to make a collage out of all of her work and put it on my arm. And that extends from, I guess, what, your shoulder to... From my shoulder to my wrist, and then I have more on my back and everything that's on my back. I actually drew myself because I do draw. That's awesome. So you're saying all of the tattoo work is from this artist? On, everything right. on my arm. And I chose my left arm actually because I'm right-handed, and I'm very clumsy, and I know my right hand takes all the abuse. So do we even want to know? my left arm because that's safer. <laughs> do we even want to get into how many hours that took to do? Um, actually, my arm was about three eight-hour sessions. It's still not finished. I actually moved to New Hampshire in the middle of it being done, so now I have to plan trips down to Jersey so that she can finish it. Wow, that's an outing. Yeah. I mean, my family's still down there, too, so I, I'm just going to work it around, you know, when I'm down there with my son when he's visiting his dad and all go. that. They're all doing their thing, and I can go see her and get my arm work done. Well, tell you what, let's shift gears a little bit and get back to what we had been doing with the Marvel versus yeah. DC stuff. And we went through crossovers, so there could be a question in here as to what uh, Marvel and DC you'd like to see team up together. I um, actually would love to see, and I just took pictures at the con, Wonder Woman and Captain America. Uh-huh. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd rather not have the who would you see fight each other. I'd rather, you know, right, who would you exactly. see team up? The team up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But they have been represented in some of the comics, whether it was a uh, Superman and Spider-Man together, there was a Batman versus the Incredible Hulk, um, yeah, well, you know, yeah. 
you've got the X-Men and Teen Titans together against... And Dark- don't forget the Amalgam series, too. Remember that? Yes. That came out, what, in the 90s or something like that? Yes, yes. You had a bunch of issues with that, and that's part of yeah. my uh, catching up to do kind of thing. But yeah. you had definite crossovers in terms of that. One of the main purposes of doing the Marvel versus DC thing was to compare and contrast best and worst Marvel and DC movies. And what... Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think a second and... Jamie, for example, if you would like to volunteer your answers, yeah. what you think they so, might be. Like best Marvel, worst DC? Best Marvel, worst or, Marvel, best DC, worst DC. Gosh. That are there. See, that's and, you know, actually hard because I really love all of the Marvel movies. Okay. Like, I love them. I'm a huge, huge, huge Marvel movie fan. And DC has not been able to, I think, come close to that mm-hmm. mark that bar that, that they've even set. And and there are DC movies that I enjoy. Wonder Woman, obviously, is one of them. Yeah, they, that's, that's you one know, of my Patty favorites. Jenkins did an amazing, amazing job, and I wish they would let her direct more because that's really what they need. I think of the DC movies, I got to say probably my worst one is actually Batman vs. Superman. Really? Okay. Yeah. I was very, very bored till Wonder Woman made her appearance. And for me to be bored during a movie is because I... I love movies, and I love to be entertained. And Now, let me ask. I'm going to not assume, but figure that you've seen the other Batman and Superman movies independently, these versions, these yeah. actors, whatever. So it wasn't like you're coming into this cold. So you, you've seen right. what no, came before no, this. I, I've seen these movies long, long, long before I've started cosplaying, you know, all the previous ones and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, I would say my favorite Batman movie is Batman Returns. Mm. Um because of the Catwoman character? No, no. I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. I love the whole feel of the movie. You know, he was actually supposed to direct a Catwoman movie with Michelle Pfeiffer, and that never happened before the one with Holly yeah. Berry came out. And I wish that would have happened because I loved just the whole ambience of that movie, and it was like that creepy, cool, dark, but light at the same time, and, and it just hit every nail for me, and that will always be my favorite one for that reason. And I really liked Michael Keaton as Batman. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the beginning then when it came out, like, Michael Keaton, Mr. Mom, what the heck? Yeah. Mr. Mom, and yeah. Danny DeVito, like, I mean, oh, my God. Like, every person in that movie just, I think they did such a good job casting it. I still watch it when I dress up. So when I do the other characters, Wonder Woman, I have nailed down. But when I'm Hello, when I'm Catwoman, I actually have to watch. If I know I'm going to wear it to a con, I'll watch Batman Returns for a week to practice being Catwoman. Or I'll watch Thor Ragnarok for a week beforehand to make sure I'm, like, hitting all the Hella moves, you know? Sure. they're all so different. I'll be dressed up as Hella and posing like Wonder Woman, and they're going to be like, what in the world are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That's your research. Doing yeah. your homework. So those are, I guess, my... I can't pick a worse Marvel. <laughs> or or the can. one you like the least, maybe. Honestly, what's really funny about that is... It was Thor Ragnarok. And when I saw that in the theater, I hated it. I said, what did they do to Thor? They tried to make him like Guardians of the Galaxy. And to me, Thor was always kind of like the serious like Thor, you know, I'm the god of thunder. And, and the more I watched it to practice Hela, the more I actually realized how funny it really was. And now I really enjoy it. But I had to watch it a lot of times to like it. I had a similar feeling it's, in watching Ragnarok, especially the first time. Yeah, because it was like it was too it was over funny, like trying to yeah, compete with like, Guardians. It yeah. was kind of like hokey. Like it was yeah. forced humor. And, and then with the music and the, the styling that they did everything, I was like, this is not Thor to me. And I went in expecting a Thor movie, not Thor trying to be Guardians. Right. Which I loved Guardians. But it just threw me off, and then it did grow on me the more I watched it. So 
I would say that was my least favorite, but now it's not anymore. Gotcha. And matches, what do you think? Worst, best DC Marvel? Uh, the worst I would go with, and I'm surprised that Jamie uh, brought this up because, yes, Michelle Pfeiffer was phenomenal. I thought she was great, and I hope that she had her own movie because I felt that she earned it and she deserved it. Now, when they passed it to Halle Berry, I was all excited because I know Halle Berry's a phenomenal actress, too. And even before her, it was going to be Ashley Judd, and she skipped on it for some reason. And I'm like, okay, well, Halle Berry's got it, and she's going to make it great, and I saw the costume. I'm like, what is this? No, no, no. So I just, and I saw the previews. I'm like, nope, nope. And it's not even Selena Kyle. It's like Patience Phillips. I'm like, what? Okay. So I I skipped it entirely. And then maybe six months after it came out, my buddies said, hey, come on over. We're going to watch a movie and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, fine. And I'm like, yeah, we go over and I go over and I'm sitting down in the chair and they're like, this is your chair. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, just sitting in it. So I'm sitting in it, and next thing you know, they're duct taping me. I'm like, what are you guys doing? They're like, you got to watch this movie. Oh. I'm like, what's the movie? Catwoman with Halle Berry. I'm like, no! <laughs> I kind of want to change my worst one to that one, too, because I mentioned it, and I didn't really think about <laughs> it. But, uh, yeah, that one's awful. That was, the only thing yeah. that was good about that movie, okay, because it was on DVD, was a commentary, which had Lee Merriweather, Julie Newmar in it, Eartha Kitt, Michelle Pfeiffer, and they talked about all the different other car- Catwomans. And I'm like, okay, I'm not so blinded by this horrific movie. The movie was horrible, but the commentary, you know, the history of Catwoman was great. Yeah. And I love Halle Berry, okay? I think she's phenomenal. But, like, who could think? And Sharon Stone, she's another great actress, too. Are they just doing it for the money? I know back in 1995... After Val Kilmer bowed out to do Batman and Robin, they approached Ben Affleck to do it originally before they went to George Clooney. But at the time, Ben Affleck was dating Gwyneth Paltrow. And he's like, oh, Gwyneth can be Catwoman. And they're like, sorry, she's not in this one. And they moved on, and they got George Clooney. Okay, and we all know how that went. I mean, it's a toss-up between Catwoman and Batman and Robin. For Best DC... I really love Ben Affleck. I really do. I felt Batman versus Superman was kind of rushed. I felt they put too many storylines in it. But I thought, you know, they both did, Henry and Ben did great. Gal, of course, she made that movie a success. She was the gem of that whole movie. Okay, my favorite DC movie probably would be Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot. And it's not because I met her. She's just absolutely delight in real life. And she's just a sweetheart. And she's just as real as you and I down on Earth. But the movie was really, really great because it's just like a great origin. You could feel everything that she feels in her, her conflict of wanting to leave to help the world and prevent war and stuff like that. She was just amazing. And I'm, I'm wicked excited for 1984. And I got to meet Shannon Finan, who did the voice of Wonder Woman from The Super Friends. Nice. I got to meet Susan Eisenberg, who voiced Wonder Woman from The Justice League. And these are all beautiful women who do their part, and they put their heart into it. And it's like watching Jamie when she interacts, because I know Jamie's putting her heart into it, and it's just like you see that magic come alive. And I love that. Anyways, for my favorite Marvel movie, I have a lot of them. I love the Marvel movies. I kind of wish that, you know, the Marvel writers, whoever write these films, would, like, give DC an idea. Or, you know, I spoke to to Bruce Tim a, a long time ago, like maybe 2010, and I asked him, would he ever consider doing a live-action Batman movie with other people? He's like, no, it's so much easier doing with 
animation and voice actors because you can get more out of a voice actor and you don't have to deal with person on whatever. I forget exactly what he said, but he made sense. And I'm like, could you just give them some tips and ideas? You know, I'm thinking that now. I'm like, could they put you on as a consultant? I mean, I am excited about the crisis for the Arrowverse, but my favorite Marvel movie is Wonder Woman. The worst Marvel movie years ago, and as much as I like him as an actor or an action star, is The Punisher Dolph Lundgren. Wow. Okay, remember that? Yeah, we, we had done the series of Punisher movies that were out. We went through them one by one, and a little yeah. bit painful in some, sp- some respects. And I'm usually good. I'm usually kind to these movies in general all throughout. If you don't know, and some who, you know, you can go back and listen to a previous podcast from The Marvelous, that uh, we chose the best Marvel and DC movies as being Captain America Winter Soldier. Yep. And for DC, Dark Knight. As far as the worst ones, yeah, Catwoman definitely came in dead last bottom. In comparison in that episode was uh, from Marvel, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. I loved Howard the Duck. Uh, yeah. As a kid, I loved Howard the Duck. Yeah. As a kid. Oh, and I and I, I told um, Kit Espada uh, yeah. this past weekend that I need yeah. to go back and watch it again because she said there was a scene in there that was a big, huge controversy. And I'm like, well, I watched it when I was 13 years old, so maybe I didn't realize it and went over my head. So maybe I need to watch it again. Yeah, and so, I think that might be the – it could be one of those things, you know, how you go back when you're older and you watch it and you're like, Wow. I don't really love this. <laughs> well, d- well, in two words, I'm going to say duck boobs was probably the thing that jumped out. Yes, yes, that was it, yeah. But still better than Catwoman. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I mentioned it. So have you guys seen, now that we're on the topic of the worst Marvel movies, there's um, Comcast with the Dark Phoenix on their description. If you look, if you look at a Comcast, uh, t- you know, guide on the TV, in the description, the first thing it says, X-Men, the Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. true X-Men fan's worst nightmare. Is it really? In the description. Yes. Um, (sighs) Yes. Actually put that as the description of the movie. Wow. Wow. You know, know, I tried to to take that in what you said, Jamie, and just turn it around thinking, well, for the X-Men in the movie, yes, it is their worst nightmare because she kills everybody kind of thing. That's right. Exactly. I'm looking right at it. It says X-Men, Dark Phoenix, and X-Men fan's. Worst nightmare. Yeah. Not yeah. an X-Men's worst nightmare. They're fans. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, I Eddie. still held out for it. I mean, I didn't go out and get it when it came out. It I'm, I'm waiting for the discount bin. I'll get yeah. it eventually. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I, can, I can wait. Eddie, did you I, ever I talk about uh, doing laundry with Thomas Jane or Dirty Laundry or something like that? Um, yes, we did. Tom that he did. Yes, we, yes, we did. That was, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? <laughs> it was definitely creative. I think, yeah. yeah, it was it was not bad. It was definitely off the rails. It was entertaining. That's the word I'm shooting for here. Okay. Yeah, definitely entertaining. And it's like when I met Thomas Jane at um, Boston Comic Con before they switched over to Fan Expo, I was talking to him about it, and he said that was his project and that he funded it. I said, his movie with Marvel, it didn't capture that spirit that I was looking for in The Punisher. And he goes, well, that's why we did Doing Laundry. So we could get that feel of the Punisher, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right, cool. And, you know, he was really a great guy and really funny, and he told me that joke about, you know, what kind of Batman gets out on church, and I'm like, what? And he's like, Christian Bale, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of comical, you know? Wow, yeah, so, that is good, that is good. Oh, I still man. maintain, and I'll just, yeah. you know, to move on to one or two other things and we'll be finished, is when we did our different reviews of all the Punisher movies that, and maybe it's because I'd seen this one the most, was the Thomas Jane one and with John Travolta that I did right. like that one the most out of out of those. But 
Other things related, it would include comics themselves, comic books. Are you fans of and or do any active uh, reading of comic books, whether it be the actual ones that you hold or the online stuff, whatever? I, I am I, not an active comic reader, okay. and it's funny because, you know, I am in my own podcast, and, and the premise of that was kind of strictly comic books. Yeah, let's go there. And Talk about the Angry Geeks podcast. Since I joined the show because I'm really not a, a comic. I mean, I love them. I love the art, but I've never really, like I said, I just started really getting involved in the scene about three years ago, and even when I was younger, it wasn't really around. Well, the name of this, if you didn't hear it already, is the Angry Geeks Podcast. Yeah, and the you were... Angry Geeks Show, yep. Okay. Yeah, they're awesome, too. They're really great. And yeah. you came into that how long ago? Uh, it'll be two years in January. Yeah. And, and essentially that's yeah. um, available. Uh, how often does the does that get done? And... So we uh, record every Friday. We usually have the, the network put the show out right around Tuesday the following week. We do have new shows out every week. We also get footage at cons. We interview artists and writers and cosplayers and and it's kind of turned into a thing where we feature anything but we really it's it's more pop culture you know i think last week when we recorded we actually talked about aliens and video games and i I think (laughs) my favorite thing a lot of things can come into this and that's perfectly fine now i think jamie you had there was one recently that was out i believe and it was you interviewing and i can't remember her name and what she Bree. yes Bree Densky. She uh, is a voice actor. I mean, she's an actress. Her role she's most known for was uh, film Wonder Park, and she was awesome. She's a really cool kid. Definitely go places. When you say kid, you're talking, what, 20s? She's the uh, same age as my son, actually. She's, oh. uh, I think she's 15, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's young. She does a lot of cool stuff, too. Her Instagram's fun to follow. Excellent. Matches, what about you in comics, comic books? When the New 52 came out, I tried giving it a chance, and I wasn't happy with the DC. So um, I kind of like just put it down, and I didn't go back to it. Then they said they were going to do the Rebirth, and I picked up the Rebirth, and I gave it a chance, and it just didn't have that same magic as it was before the New 52. I don't know if it's because I'm growing up, or maybe I'm spoiled by Batman, the animated series, because I oh, love that so, so much. Because um, they really, in my opinion, did a phenomenal job with that incarnation of Batman, you know. And the voice cast was just phenomenal. The writing, the stories, you know, all the way up to the new Batman Adventures. Even the, the crossovers that they had with um, Superman, the animated series. Then they brought in Batman Beyond. And then they brought in Justice League. And I thought it was absolutely amazing. And I thought I heard once that Bruce Tim and Paul Dini were talking about coming back to doing another season of Batman the Animated Series, but sometimes things happen, sometimes they don't. I'm very fortunate to have Batman the Animated Series because I love that series so much, and whenever I feel like I'm getting down because there's nothing out there to watch, I put on the Animated Series, and I'm I'm a happy bat again. It's got to be one of the greatest, if not the greatest. I mean, that was every day I'd come home from school, and and I had to watch it. Yeah, growing up, I had Super Friends. I had the animated Spider-Man And I've said it before, my first exposure to comic books was probably about 10 years old. And it was or were a couple of DC titles, actually. I started with like Weird War Tales and The Unknown Soldier. And then I saw how, yes, the Superman, the Batman, the Wonder Woman were all out there, the Justice League. But I might have looked at them at, I don't know, a barbershop, the covers missing, and the Archies are there also. But the content, maybe I was starting to mature, 10, getting starting close to my teenage year. 
And I'm like, well, it, it seemed to be kid stuff to me. So I started, of course, with Spider-Man, and then I you know, branched out from there. Not to say that I don't have a significant DC collection, but I'm definitely immersed in, in the comic books and just really way, way, way behind in just reading the stuff that I grew up with, whether it be from the 70s into the 80s, and I collected a, a bunch, and then bringing it up to the early 2000s, thereabouts. But the really, really new stuff, like others, I'm just out of the loop. That's why with Peter Melnick, uh, the co-host of The Marvelous, we'll pull in names and we'll get to talk to others about what's happening currently. One other thing to touch on, if not two other things left, and this is an extension of the comic book thing, is a suggestion, perhaps an, an idea, and I try to pass it on. The concept of the cosplayer in a comic book store. You know, you see cosplayers being photographed at cons a lot and some creative photographers or non-photographers outdoors, different scenes, and you both know that, but... How often in a comic book store? And wouldn't that be an idea for you both to try individually, together, you know, whatever? Both of us have done comic stores. My very first event in my, I'll call it the movie accurate costume, was actually at a comic store. Nice. And I, I really enjoy them. It's, again, it's that personal interaction, you know, and what makes it cosplaying enjoyable to me is the interaction with people. And I'm honest and upfront. Like, I don't try to beat around the bush. And, you know, they'll try to talk to me about comics. And I'm like, I don't have a clue, <laughs> you know. I said, but I dress up as Wonder Woman, you know, and I'm good. And, and usually when a comic shop has you there, in my experience, it's because they're doing an event. And they're, you know, I've been to four different comic shops. And it's all been, one was for uh, Wonder Woman Day. And they had a bunch of stuff for kids. And we were making masks. And I was taking pictures with them. And so it's usually when there's some type of a family day, hey, bring your kids in. And while you're here, do some shopping. So you're kind of there to also draw these families with the younger crowd to kind of get them into that stuff, too. Just like doing a free comic book day, you know, making the appearance Basically, there too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even getting to all right, you're at your Wonder Woman. How about reading a Wonder Woman comic book? Pictures like yeah, that. It's that a yeah. lot of those times we actually hand out comics and stuff like that for the kids. They mm -hmm. give us free comics to give to the kids, like on free comic book day. And even yeah. for the sake of you know, you're going of course to meet people and, and do that kind of thing too. But for yourself, for your own, you know, I'm gonna say portfolio, yeah. have pictures in the comic book store and different po you know, break out of the uh, traditional poses of that character and you, it's just fun it's another outlet i think it is that to be honest with you i hate doing photo shoots i well, i will never ever ever do a photo shoot at a con or during a con or the weekend of a con if i do a shoot it's planned it's not anything i'm not trying to be snobby or, mm -hmm. or i'm at the, the con to be there in that moment and every time i've done a photo shoot at a con because my head is is more in the moment of the convention i've really not been happy with the results so because your mind yeah. is elsewhere it's, i get that yeah. and so many things going on and so people shouldn't take offense when a cosplayer has something else going on and might be short with you might be on their way to something else and yeah and, and you know, that's always hard you know, when you're, especially, you know, with this stuff that I do with the, with our podcast, the Angry Geek Show, we do a lot with Alternate Reality, which is who matches us with today. And, and we do a lot at their cons, like moderating panels. And I helped with the cosplay contest at Empire State Comic Con. And I have a deadline. Now, Lou doesn't cosplay. So when I'm, I have to be from point A to point B because I have to moderate this panel at 2 o'clock. I don't have time to stop when people are like, oh, can I take a picture? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. You know, like at 3 o'clock, I'll be available. I try to be, yeah. you know, because taking pictures with people is to me, is, I'll do that all day, every day. 
But the photo shoots, there's another time and a place for that. I think with matches, we usually can find if there's going to be a con with a Batmobile, he's right there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, uh, I'm i blessed to work with Tom Jerome and John when they have their cars at Terrificon or any kind of convention that they're at. I just said, hey, you guys want a hand for a couple of hours? Next, you know, I'm working the whole weekend. And these guys are great to work with because it's just like they know me. I know them. And they know that I can bring the kids in and make them smile. I'm like, are you driving my car? Are you licensed to drive? And they said, no. And I'm like, okay, well, just don't go too fast. And the kid gets all smiling and laughing, you know. The last question for you both then, maybe it's a stump question or, you're, you know, you, you don't have an answer because you've, you've done this already. Is there anything that you individually, either as a person or as your character, would like to do something that you haven't done yet? I would love to be able to do a lot of the stuff that Matches does with the charity because I'm so far away, almost two hours away from Boston, it's like an hour and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of that stuff is more in that area, and there isn't much up where I live. I have gotten invited in the past, but logistically, it's hard to work out because I'm a mom, and I still have the Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 job. And yep. and I envy a lot of people like Matt has because he has, like, even today, you were at that big E thing, and I'm like, oh, Matt has got to go to that. I wanted to go, you know, and instead mm-hmm. I'm at work. I love seeing people doing that stuff, and I wish that I could do more. And as Wonder Woman, I wouldn't do anything like that as any of the other characters, just because I don't feel like they're like a family character. Yeah, that would be mine, the ability to do charity events mm-hmm. and hospital visits and, sure. and that kind of thing. What do you think, Matches? Well, I think that's beautiful. I want to do, I say this every once in a while, that I think DC, Marvel, and all these comic companies should look at these cosplays and see the passion that they put them into their costumes and put them on the cover of these magazines, okay, on the cover of comics. I'd love to do a photo shoot this where I'm doing something, and next thing you know, I'm on a comic book where I can probably order maybe, I don't know, like maybe 100 to 200 and just hand them out to the kids in the hospitals and the charities and say, you know what, here's me on the cover, and then as you read the story, they can think that it's me. And yeah, they get to cool. read it. And I can just hand them and just give them out to these kids and say, you know, and I, I don't have to sign them, but they'll know it's me because it's me on the cover. And I that's I would just cool. love that. They're reading the story and they're thinking, I've met this guy that's in this story right now. Yeah. Very cool idea. I'm starting to see some of that. Cosplayers on covers, they're different takes. I think I've seen it mostly in, in some Marvel stuff, maybe about a handful of titles. That could be more of a thing that would catch on. And yeah. uh, fingers crossed for both of you for that to happen. That would be excellent. Yeah. To do. My only thing about that is, and I would hope that they would select the cosplayers that are, are doing it for these reasons that matches when I do it. Because, like I said, there's that cos famous cloud where crowd, not cloud, you know, where they're, yeah. they just do it for popularity and kind of earn a living off of it. I don't have any guess. Yeah, I, 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 I get that a lot. I have it, some you know, people hit me up, like maybe at least once or twice a month, not so much now, where, hey, how do I become cause famous? So I'm like, yeah, yeah. why are you hitting me up? Um, oh, because you're popular. I'm like, listen, I do this because I love it. If you're, you're looking to get popular, you're asking the wrong guy. And that's you know? exactly, you know. And Yeah, have fun. I never, my intention when I started doing this, like I said, there was no intention. It was just supposed to be a one-time thing. And I never, ever, and I say it all the time because it really blows my mind every time I think about it that, you know, there is this following and, and that I'm, I guess, popular in quotes because I've never been the, the popular girl. I was the goth nerd, yeah. scary person in high school. So, <laughs> you know, it just 
I'm not the person to ask. I just do it because it makes my heart happy, and I like making people smile. You know, I think as people <laughs> come to an understanding about cosplayers and who they are and what they do, you start to see the distinguishing differences and mm-hmm. the ones that are on. And you have cosplay publications, but they're instructional. They have, you know, working with the foam and all that kind of stuff. And you have the ones that are out there. And the word that comes to mind to me is Patreon. You have that yeah. set up because they're selling pictures and they're, right. you know, doing different characters and a multitude of characters are trying to appeal to as many people as possible. And right. that's, and that's that venue. Ones, you know, they're you know, trying to make a living off of it. Good for you. Yep. You know, that's your thing. But I would hope, like, it matches what he wishes to see. I would hope that they chose, you know, instead of people like that, the people like, I guess, him and I. And, yeah. Right. And you know the reasons you're doing it for and you know, the time you're putting into it. And if someone can have you at their con and cover you for you know your expenses of, of getting there and maybe putting you up for a night and you don't even necessarily have to. It's not a sign that, oh, they, well, that person has a table. So I don't know if that means that, you know, they're really cause famous or, or not. Or you can be doing it because you have I want to say a platform, but, you know, you're doing it for kids. And if not, you're right. you're just there to to make people happy, make yourself happy, and get into, be photographed, and that kind of thing. So right. it's, in a sense, a two-way street. It's somewhat self-serving, but you're also giving of yourself, too. And as people, again, get more acclimated to, you know, I think a long time ago, people didn't know what the word cosplay meant. But now no, I think it's, it's a regular off, word. Yeah. So it's right. it's catching on. Yeah, so, and there was like a, a lot of negativity for us who did it before cosplay became a thing. And, like, even my family was just like... What are you off to now, Batman? And I'm like, I'm going to go take care of something. And I never Even told them about I... the charities. I never told them about the hospitals. But when social yeah. media hit, they saw it all. And they're like, why didn't you tell us that you were doing all this? I'm like, you guys didn't care to know. You guys were just they didn't want to so understand. busy making fun of me. Well, we thank you for what you both do. Where can we now both, you, Matches Malone and Jamie Dolan, that Wonder Woman from the Angry Geeks show, where can we each see you, uh, what things you're coming up uh, doing that you know of? Well, I've got in two weeks. I have uh, Retro World Expo, which is in Hartford. I'll be there on the 28th for Saturday only with Lou. And then I can't think of anything in October. And then I've got Rhode Island Comic Con and Super Mega Fest in November. Okay. And Rhode Island, do you know the dates for that? That's Is that also? Um... That is the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, I believe. Yeah. 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Yeah. November. Yeah. First weekend in November. First weekend in November. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And that is in what city, actually? Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, Providence, yeah, okay. Providence, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's a big one that should be on my list of cons I'd like to go to. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. It's a great con. It is. Yeah. It's a great con. A really, really fun, awesome yeah. time. Yeah. I'm not a fan of, like, big cons, but I love Rhode Island. Yeah. Awesome. And typically it would be the three days, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. Yep. 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 And that con, I'll be there all three days. And the Super Mega Fest we talked about, that's the Saturday and Sunday. That's November yep. 16th, 17th, that middle of, of November for Amingham, Massachusetts. Yeah. Looking forward to that one, definitely. Yeah, that one's going to be fun, too. Any takers for uh, New York this year? No. Um, I, I, I might be showing up for a day, but I'm not sure yet. Tomorrow I'm doing a hospital visit. Um, I don't really promote too much of my hospital visits unless, because most of the parents don't come in until after I'm gone. So I can't really post the pictures unless I have the parents' permission, which it's not about, you know, me posting the pictures, but it's about me making a difference for the kid's life. And they can tell their parents, Batman was just here, and we were laughing, and we were talking about this and that. And and it's great, you know. This weekend is Batman Day all across the United States, and 
I'll be participating in that at the Hall of Comets in Southborough, Massachusetts. And it's always an honor to work with these guys. They're great. They have a bunch of artists that come like maybe once a month or once every couple of months. And they're really great people and they, they love the fans. And I'm just honored to be there again. And it's like my fourth time that I've been there for Batman Day. So I'm really blessed that they like what I do and I love how they work and stuff like that. They're really good people. So Autism Walk. Before that, that's going to be in Francis Farm in Rehoboth, Massachusetts. Sunday, I got to do a Superhill brunch up in the border of New Hampshire. And then I got to come back down to Boston because I'm going to the uh, Baldwin Rehab for the kids. And they're having an event where we're going to be making gauntlets and gloves and masks and cake. And it's going to be a great time for the kids. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Well, we thank you for busy, both. Busy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, matches, for what you do. Matches to me is kind of like the role model that I feel like all cosplayers should. Like, I don't have the ability to do everything he does, but I would love to. And don't worry, Jamie. Does. You'll get your money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want dollars. <laughs> no, thank no you, dollars. really. Well, Last thing. You, know, you know, know, I love you, and I've always been a huge fan. So Can't wait for the next time you guys to get together and some pictures posted, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's always an honor it's, with Jamie. You know what's you know? the so same is like, that every time... It's, a, it's an honor. She's fun and, you know, great sense of humor. And it's just like, I'm, I'm trying to keep a straight face when I'm taking a picture, but she's making me laugh. And I'm like biting my tongue, like, straight face, straight I've face. Got, <laughs> I've got so many pictures of, of him smiling. <laughs> exactly. See, it's like, they're like, is Matt just smirking in this one? I'm like, no. Well, what's that look like? I got a tickle on my lip there, you know? <laughs> well, fingers crossed we both see... You, I see both of you at Super Mega Fest and get a couple pictures together, and there'll probably be a receiving line for pictures because that's what winds up happening in a lot of cases. I've seen it. Well, don't be afraid to stick by and, like, you know, wait a minute and stuff like that. You know, I I don't turn anybody away. (laughs) What was that, Jamie? Reservation pass. So you can skip the line and you get right in. Right. Well, I'm, VIP. I'm, yeah, no, we're going to interview John from uh, Super Mega Fest because he was nice enough to give us a couple of. Oh, John's uh, a great guy. Yeah. He really is, and he puts on a really great show too. So yeah, he does. Super Mega Fest this year is going to be another great show. And if the same Batmobile shows up, that show too. So I've seen that same Batmobile right in front of the hotel there, and it's great. Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! It's just like bring back my childhood. You know what I'm saying? Here it is. There we go. Now, last thing too, where individually now, Jamie? First, where can we find you on social media? Facebook and Instagram at thatwonderwoman.one or the Angry Geek Show website, Facebook, and Instagram, too. And matches? Real matches, real underscore matches underscore Malone on Instagram, and then matches Malone on uh, Facebook. And thank you, Eddie, for having us on. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Great time. I had really a fun time talking to you, and thank you, Jamie. You always bring a smile on my face, and it's always an honor. Uh, see you and work with you and get a picture with you whenever I get a chance. So thank you. You're so awesome. Um, thank you. you. No, this is this is a ton of fun. This is great. You guys are both awesome, and I'm just happy I got the opportunity to be on and take out with you. We appreciate the time, yeah. both of you. Thank you, and keep doing what yeah. you're doing. For The Marvelous, I'm Eddie Wilson. I am Jamie Dolan, that Wonder Woman from The Angry Geek Show. And I'm Matches Malone, a.k.a. Batman. Excelsior. 